You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I never followed that process. I would just write a first draft and I would always get A's. Then you have drifting. Important second step. And then you have grifting. And then there's grafting, which is when you take hair from other areas of your body and you put them on your head and then you get... TBD. And then you get rafting. Um, <laughs> Which is a fun camp activity. Followed shortly by crafting. <laughs> Another fun camp activity. <laughs> Welcome to The Crunch, episode 59. It is your boy, Ethan, a.k.a. Apropostle. And I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. <laughs> Sorry, I just choked out some water. <laughs> it's, We're not, it's not redoing that intro. It's, it's not gonna been stay. a good day. No, everything is fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Oh, man. I'm, I'm I, I just, how are you? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing. What? I'm actually, I'm actually doing pretty good. This week was a good week. What? Oh, tell me about your pleasant week and then I'll tell you about my opposite of that week. Actually, I don't think I can talk about my week. Oh. Yes, you can. Come on. The people want to no, know. I, the people don't want to know. The people but I don't, don't want to do that thing where like you just uh, talk about so... Voyeurism. Yeah. Voy- at voyeurism. Talk about the things that were good that don't have to do with the thing that you don't want to talk about. Oh, okay, cool. So we. Um, it's not that I don't want to talk about you at person, but it's Ooh. fine. Oh, yeah. Um, really, really leaving it vague there, Patrick. Good job. <laughs> I also posted. This is real. Hey, folks, if you if you if you don't know what podcast, this is clandestine (laughs) podcasting 2017. We have we have so many secrets on here and nobody's going to figure them out. That's no one's going to figure them out. Hey, you think you're out there trying to figure out our secrets? We'll come to your house. We'll knock down your door. We'll steal your brother. You have no chance to figure out our secrets. Hey, this is our clandestine crunch podcast. This is the crunch. Anyway, so back off our secrets. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Um. We in, we my household inducted five guys on Friday morning. Did you haze them? And then we had a big party. Oh yeah, um, kind of. We inducted them at like four forty five in the morning, and then we went to breakfast afterwards. It was pretty nice. Well, that's so that's cool. kind of hazing, but it's not like. Well, did we didn't you, like did you we didn't make them, them run naked? You didn't, the <laughs> you didn't hit them with wooden paddles. 
No, of and you didn't yell. This is the what this is what Saint Francis would have wanted. Kacha. You didn't do that. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, that that's what happened to me uh, at my fraternity initiation. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you get hazed when you were when when you were in a frat because you're not anymore? No, I. That was actually a really big thing for the fraternity I was in was that they were no hazing, um, and they were pretty strict about it. And like the closest thing they got to is when we got initiated, um, and they like drove us to where the ritual was, which was actually just a church on campus. It was not like anywhere in the. They made us think it was like in the middle of nowhere. It was just it was not far away at all. They put uh, <laughs> they put like blindfolds on us, which kind of enhanced the experience. So it was I wouldn't consider that hazing, but some people would. I probably just indicted my fraternity via podcast by some <laughs> some organization that listens. It's going to find that out and send them to court. I promise it was fine. I didn't feel threatened, so please don't arrest my my former brothers. <laughs> please don't arrest my friends. <laughs> I'm also leaving out the part that I got my legs broken. You broke your legs? No, they they broke my legs. It's it's a test to get in. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> It tests your resilience. It tests your resilience. Like, they, oh, here's what they do. Like- here's what they do. They bring you up to the top story of the house and they drop you. And if your legs break, then you're not in. Uh, you got to land on your arms or your head. It's yeah, good. You got to. You got to. You got to roll it out. You got to. You got to. I don't know what they call that when you land and you tuck and roll. I think that's exactly what they call it. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know if there was a term for um, it. Did you ever? I, I talked. I, I jumped out of a truck once. Did hmm. I ever tell you about that? Monster truck or Ford Ranger. Ford F-250. Oh, 250. So there's yeah. a 250% oh, yeah. chance of you getting injured doing this maneuver. Oh, man. My knee has never been the same, but there, that's a different... You're cutting out a little bit. I'm going to turn off. I'm going to turn you off. All right, it's fine. Okay. It's all good. I understand. So that's good. That's a really fun week. Tell your brothers or uh, fraternity, whatever it is, that you, your household boys, that uh, I said hello. I will. Cool. How about your week? Tell oh, me about your fun week. Do you really want to hear about it? I really do want to hear about okay, it. Okay, so this... This is, potentially, this is potentially one of the busiest weeks I've ever had personally, um, ever. Now, don't grumble. I'm not grumbling. Not grumbling. I'm just I'm in, I'm in, I'm being factual. As I think I spent more time not in Manhattan this week than I spent in Manhattan, gotcha. which was wild. So I, I had a job interview in Kansas City on Tuesday. I had a job interview in Wichita on Thursday. I had a huge lab that I had to finish on Wednesday and the only day I could work on it was on that Wednesday because on Monday I had something else to do and then I had a test on Friday that I had very little time to study for because I was gone two weeks and then working on this lab on Wednesday and then last last yesterday wow I drove to last South day. Dakota um Hey-o. to hang out with Miranda Mack shout out Miss South Dakota um if you don't know Miranda Mack is a, a good friend of the show and she said, she asked me and Patrick, she said, hey, do either one of you want to come and visit me and, you know, go to a, my sorority date party? And Patrick was like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm lame. And I said, I definitely want to go because I'm that's not lame. That's actually not what I that's, said. No, no hold on. I have the records and I can post them. And that's exactly what happened. And so I drove up last night and had a good time. Um, and then I drove back uh, today. And now I'm here sitting, sweating and recording with my boy, P. Nevy, on the decks. Um, you don't. You don't have records of what I said. I do have exact records. I, I remember exactly what I said. You want to know what I said, people? Here's what All I right, said. Okay. I said. I said to him. I says. I said to Miranda. Listen. If Ethan comes, you don't have to buy a plane ticket. But if I come, you can wear heels. We're if actually Ethan's pretty short. close to the same height. I'm not short. It's just that she's really tall. She's like five <laughs> ten, and I'm five That's nine not... and a half. 
if my spine was straight, never mind. It doesn't matter. It's not important. It's not um, my fault you slouch. I don't slouch. I have mild scoliosis. Um, because you slouch. It's because oh, it's I came out butt first. Blame my mom, not me. Um, you come you come into a lot of places butt first walk in a room <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how i'm gonna walk um uh into my into my next my next job is i'm gonna enter in the the first day <laughs> and the boss is gonna be there waiting to give me a tour and i'm gonna pop in and go hey i'm butt guy i'm butt man and they're gonna say wow we really made a good decision here and <laughs> then i'll be the ceo immediately that's it. That's all my butt goofs for the day. <laughs> Welcome to the crowd. How do moms listen to our show? I have no clue, honestly. So many, I mean, uh, that's, all, that's all I think about is like our, our main our main audience. Yeah. Sorority girls and, and moms. Sorority girls and moms. So sorry to all the ladies out there who have to listen to us talk about butts and farts and poop. Um, <laughs> and anything else that might come up. Sweat in the conversation. I, I only mention that because a little dribble just dropped down my arm. <laughs> it's re- it's really hot in here. <laughs> uh, it's getting hot in here. So record a podcast now. Do you know that song? <laughs> I couldn't see your face. So all, all I could imagine was is like, was like, did you, do, you, do you know that do song? Because you, know you like like leaning in like, hey, you, did you know that? Are you did familiar you with the song? Uh. Yes, I am familiar with that song. Everybody knows that song. Um, everybody gets uncomfortable with that song. Hey, Patrick, I feel like everybody's on the edge of their seat waiting for us to get done with this crap and start talking about something that's important. What do you think? I agree. All right. Um, so you're talking pre-show. I asked you and I said to you, I said, hey, Patrick, I don't have an idea for a topic. Um, I do. Like ha- we do. I, yeah. And, and I said, you know, you – you have had more time this week to to be a good boy and come up with podcast topics. What do you got? And then you said to me, and so here we are. Yeah. Do you remember what I said? Do you I, have the records of I, what I said? I don't have the records. I could go back and post them, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Oh, yeah. You have what I said recorded, don't – anyway. What I could do is I could go back and slice out the part and then enter it. It's not <laughs> – I'm not going to do it. It's too much work for it just to not – It's not that much work. It's not an important joke. Tell me what we want to talk about today. I w- you were like, let's wing it, and I was like, let's talk about trust. I think that's how – That's good. No, that's down. perfect because now we're winging it, so we truly have to trust that something good will come out the, the other end of this podcast. Yeah. I just that I think that's I think that's how I look at trust a lot of times is like oh let's just like I I, I just gotta trust I don't need to prepare anything and I think that's I think that's I think that's giving a bad impression to our listeners about what trust is but that's never mind true. no that's good we're not a good example of trust uh, yet vis a vis this podcast so uh, let's talk about other kinds of trust what have you been praying about lately that made you bring that up hmm well. A lot of worry about my future hmm. has come up recently. Okay, you know, like it does. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously. over the I'm over the hump of college. You know, I'm in my junior year. My 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 educational clock is ticking. There's been a lot of changes in my life. Recently. Are you are you about to go through edupause? Is that what you're about to, <laughs> that what you're about to hit? And there's a lot of changes in my life. And I've, been, I've been thinking about, um, man, what what does my future hold? And uh, learning how to trust God and all of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So what's like with regards to uh, like a job or um, yeah, regards to regards voc- to my job, vocation to relationships, or relationships, yeah, yeah, all that stuff too. Yeah, vocation too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, I was kind of discerning religious life recently, and for like a week, for like a week, for like a good, for a good like three months, Solid which show. is not like a hardcore discernment, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to discern when you're at Franciscan, quite honestly, because you talk to friars all the time, and they can tell you the lowdown. And I had a really good conversation with a priest about two weeks ago about um, trusting, uh, trusting. God's plan for my life and like not necessarily worrying about my own choices. Cause I, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself mm. to make decisions because like emphasizing that we do have a choice in our, in our lives and we do have the ability to make decisions, but like kind of putting too much pressure on myself to make those decisions all on my own and not make them with God was a big problem that I had. And so he was kind of like, he's like, Hey, look, like you're not, you're not exactly trusting yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not really making much sense. No, I, I get you. I think I think a lot of people struggle with that nowadays. I mean, especially if you look at just the high school landscape nowadays. It's you get in your freshman year, and they're like, "Where are you going to go to college? How many AP classes are you going to take? Um, <laughs> do you have a date to to prom yet?" Jimmy doesn't look like it. Yeah, and it's, you got to dual enroll, otherwise you're not going to get a good education. Yeah, all this there's all this pressure for you to for you to have it all figured out, um, and you're kind of I don't want to say – I mean this was my experience in high school is that the expectation was is that if you're a sophomore or a junior and you don't have it figured out already, like where you're going to go to school or what you're going to study, then you are lesser or not as successful or not as smart or intelligent as everybody else. Or if you come into college undeclared. Yeah, like exactly. That. So for some reason, you know, you just haven't – you're too lazy to have thought about, you know, what you want to do. Um, and I think that contributes to – I mean, a whole host of problems, you know, you know, people not going to vocational schools because they're pressured into going to college and people not going into vocation, like a religious life, you know, because they're pressured into going to college and um, all of those types of things. And on top of that, you know, you get to college finally, you know, and maybe you take a couple classes, you switch your major once or twice and then you figure it out. And then you get to maybe your junior or your senior year like us and you say, holy crap, I have no clue what I want to do with my degree. <laughs> And then, you know, because you, the, the whole idea is that you've been going here to get this degree and they've got career fairs and they've got information sessions. And if you don't have it figured out, then obviously you must be doing something wrong. Um, and it, there's this whole, this whole cycle and this whole system is, you know, they try – they do so much to try and help people that people who are t- slower to figure it out on their own feel like they're not as good or not as smart as everybody else. You know, I think the system does too much to try and help. You know, back in our parents' day, you know what they did? They're like, "All right, college uh, is there if you want to go. Figure it, <laughs> out, figure it out." And now, you know, we can't even we can't even tie our own shoes without a without a a dean telling us how to do it. And so, <laughs> where does that leave us in a position where we have all this anxiety and all this stress because we haven't made any of these big decisions on our own because they've all basically been made for us by quote unquote the system? What do you think? Yeah. It's a good point. I don't know. I um, the whole the whole college degree seen as like get a job for free certificates. You know, like you, it's a coupon. You just exchange it and you get a job. But uh-huh. then you get this this generic degree. Like, I mean, even an engineering degree, even as even as like useful. Hey, my degree has value. How dare it you? Does. How dare you insinuate that my degree is not valuable? 
I did not insinuate that, but even like I a degree have worked valuable. hard for this piece of paper that tells me that I ought to do a job. <laughs> <laughs> even an engineering degree doesn't guarantee you a job. That's true. That's the thing. Yeah. It doesn't. It does also. It also doesn't guarantee you a job that you like, and it doesn't guarantee you one specific job. It it opens a pathway that otherwise wasn't available to you to several different things you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, you could work on. You could work on cars. You could work on spaceships. You could work on like I don't know engineering. I don't know what do you guys do again. <laughs> we. We solve, we solve problems. Gotcha. We okay. make the world a better place with math and dumb pop culture references in the workspace. Is that just your engineering style? That Well, no. That's, that's what, just what I've experienced. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't make pop culture references because pop culture is sin. I write saint quotes on the walls in Sharpie in offices. <laughs> it's not true. I don't do that either. I don't do that either. But I think um, where the I think where the whole trust aspect comes into play is trusting that here, here's the thing is that this, there's no trust built into the individual anymore. All the trust is placed into the larger society or the system or the group or whatever. And so how good. yeah, and so how are we supposed to trust ourselves to say, okay, I'm going to make this decision, and really ultimately what it is is trusting in, in providence and in, in God's providence, um, divine providence, if you will. And if you if you you it, nobody's given the opportunity to try something and then fail it because there's all this pressure to get it right on the first try, and so you you go into college or you are coming out of high school, and you've never had an experience where you've made a decision on your own, not by a counselor or an English teacher or a principal or whatever or some fancy administration dean um, or admissions dean. Because all these things have basically been lined up for you, just right in a row, and you just check the boxes, and then you're good to go. Um, so yeah. at the end of the day, how can you trust that you're making you, when it comes to something that's re- real? You know, because there's this whole prolonged adolescence thing where college and even sometime after college, you're not really making your own decisions. Um, I still refer to people over the age of thirty as adults, yeah. even though I am twenty. Yeah. <laughs> And that's 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 indicative of the of the whole thing is that you, you people have to learn how to be adults and this that and the other thing. Um, and I'm kind of stealing a little bit from Catching Foxes this week, and they talked a little bit about that. But that's because we don't have the chance to to kind of do those things and make those decisions and get them wrong. Yeah. And maybe maybe I'm just being dumb and a spoiled uh, millennial, but that's kind of what what I'm seeing. What do you what do you think? I don't. Am I off target here? No, I don't think so, because it's not even just with school. You know, I've also seen it in relationships as well. Mm-hmm. You're very you're very expected to get, get everything right on the first try. Um, my mom used to always give me – she usually gives me the same advice. Um, and when I talk to her about girls, and it's like, oh, um, I'm so, like, concerned about this girl. Like, for the past, for the past like, six months, oh, I'm like, I'm so concerned about this girl. And she's like, why? And I'm like, well, like – we're not really sure if we should start dating or not. She's like, just go on a date. What's the big deal? I'm like, that's a good point. It's like, if it's a date and it doesn't work out, that's fine. Just try and fail and it's okay. And then you move on and you stay friends. I'm like, oh, that's a good point, mom. And then nothing's blown up yet. Like I haven't ruined any lives in the past six months. So <laughs> looks like my mom been, and I have failed. Like I've, I've gone on a few dates and like they haven't worked out and that's okay. Right. And it's absolutely fine. And, but like you see, you see the, um, the movies and like, even even if the even if the rom com starts out with a crappy boyfriend, like the next person she dates is like the person that she marries. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you have to get it right, and has to be this like perfect storybook, 
planned out, like beautiful um, packaged rom- romance and it's done. Um, Side note, learned... that's why I really like Stranger Things season two. I'm only two episodes in, but I believe that the relationships are not ideal and they 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 work well as a as a representation of actual human beings interactions under similar situations if you were to ever live in a, a in a town where governments invited demons from another world um into your world carry on I I know nothing about this show isn't this show about a bunch of kids there there are kids but there's also um there's like a B story with uh the kids older siblings um, gotcha. And there's a girl dating. and a guy, and the girl, it. her name's Nancy. The actress, so pretty. Just a side note. Just I was just what I just want. Carry on. <laughs> so trust. <laughs> I had this. I had this friend. Uh, these two friends. I I get um, a lot of my friends come to me for advice. I had these two friends, and um, it was so apparent that they were supposed to be together. Not like supposed to, in the sense of like destiny and and soulmates but like they were very close they got along great they called each other on to higher were they the same uh astrological sign actually you know what they weren't because they were complimentary she was a taurus and he was a sagitt (gasps) sam saglid sagittarius saglinarius sagittarius saggy saggy taurus saggy taurus he's a there's a he's a he's a he's a wizard he's an infp (laughs) and um (laughs) <laughs> and so they, it was so apparent they should have been together because they were the best friends and uh-huh. like they, they were so um like i don't know like i'm so worried i'm so worried and she had she had been um she'd been like in, in relationships previously and she was like i'm a little hurt and i like i'm worried that i'm gonna get hurt this time too and like, first of all those worries are unfounded because he's your friend as i told her and then also you know, if something goes wrong and you get wounded, like just take those to Christ. Like he heals all wounds anyway. So why are you afraid of getting wounded? I think that's actually one of the prime reasons why we don't trust is because we're afraid to get hurt, you know? Yeah. And that's true. And that comes from any, there's, I think there's a duality here for kind of what we've been talking about is that um, if you keep everything in your own hands, um, then there's no chance of you getting hurt, quote unquote, because you're in control of everything. Um, and if you give everything up, there's no chance of you getting hurt because you're you're trusting God in completely and entirely. It's when we go halfsies that uh, things get to be a bit problematic. And so, um, I guess I guess that's that's kind of interesting how. Um, I, this, this only reinforces the point, I suppose, is that when we give when we give all of our decision making and all of our trust up to a system or a group or an organization, uh, then it leads to anxiety and pain and wounds. But when we give all of those things up to God, ultimately, you know, um, there might you know still we're human, you know, and it's hard for us to completely trust like that. But if we do that and we trust God over a school board or you know a, a company or whatever it is then that will, you know, pay so many more dividends down the road, you know? And yeah. I think I think we're looking to place our trust in the wrong hands, in the, with the wrong people. You know, you place your trust in um, a Netflix show, and you say, I trust that this is going to make my life better. I'm just saying that because I'm, I really like the show that I'm watching. And so, 
but but it's not the same. You know, you can't. We we go around and we place our trust willy nilly. And you're right. That's how people get hurt. And I don't think anybody ever teaches anybody else how to do that correctly. Am I nuts? How many people know how to? Yeah. What does that even mean? But like you, I, like you were saying, there's like, oh, if you keep all your stuff in your own hands, there's no chance of you getting hurt. I think that's absolutely false. Well, that's the that's the thought process. Is that? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not saying that that's correct. I'm saying you're thinking that um, I'm in control of this situation. I can do this. I can handle this all on my own. And those people are the ones that just slowly get crushed by the weight of all of it. Whereas the people that give everything up, they are so much more free to to just live. But carry on, continue. Yeah, that's an that's an. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's the same in relationships too. Is like there's, there's, there's society, there's the system is not um, necessarily an institutionalized system, mm. but the system is uh, some kind of socially dictated rules on how things are supposed to go. You know? Yeah. Like if you are, um, if your friends stay friends, there's like those rules that are like, Oh, like friend zone, those rules, dumb, um, dumb, dumb rules, dumb rules. There's rules about like dating in high school. There's rules about dating in college that we kind of ascribe to for no reason other than they're in the movies. I think we underestimate how the effect that movies have on us. And I could go on about this forever, but intermorifica, mo- folks. Intermorifica, folks. The, Va- the Vatican II <laughs> document on social communications in the church. Um, <laughs> we're looking for more. Listen to Catching Foxes, where faith and culture meet, and we favor discussion over instruction. Wait, how dare you? They don't talk about Intermorphica. I talk about Intermorphica. I don't think they've ever mentioned Intermorphica on the show. I want to sit down and have a have a coffee with with Michael Gormley. How many how about. many more how many more minutes until you're uh two one? Until you're big uh twenty one? Twenty ten thousand three hundred and eighty seven and five. I don't know how that wasn't a number. How many how many six months? Six it's, months? It's five and a half months more like five and yeah, a half and months? Yeah, that was a little better than six. I was yes. planning on drinking with you like next week because I thought it was in November. <laughs> you thought my birthday? Uh, no, my birthday's not in November. Shoot. Well, somebody lied to me. It wasn't me. Was it my mom? It she might have forgotten. Well, me and Della do text quite frequently, but no, she was, not the, <laughs> she was not the one that fed me this false information. I think it was just shout, my own brain. Shout out my mom. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Della. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Uh, what? So back I, to where we were about. Yeah, about, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I see in relationships all the time. I give advice to a ton of people about relationships. That's actually one of the main th- things about being an RA in my experience is that the guys come to you for relationship advice. I talked to my staff and they haven't gotten any, but a lot of the freshman guys come into my duty nights and they're like, Patrick, there's, they like sit down. They're like, I'm like, what's her name? Like, oh, she's really cool. She's super holy. I'm like, yeah, they're all super holy. It's Francisca and it's fine. Um, talking and, and they, they're like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I think we're supposed to be like friends first. And like, I don't know if I'm supposed to ask her on a date yet. And like, I don't know if we've known each other long enough to start dating. And I'm like, listen, there's no like, catechism of dating Mm. you know Mm -mm. it's not your relationship isn't illicit if it starts in a weird way or if there's like any kind of awkwardness or quote-unquote drama regarding your relationship um yeah and this is my soapbox i know ethan got on the education soapbox but i got on the relationship soapbox which can tell you what's been on our minds recently (laughs) that's true that's a good point (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyway, yeah, like trusting, trusting God in relationships is a weird thing that we usually, that I usually forget to do. Mm. And it's kind of sad. And I, trusting God in relationships is such a weird thing because a lot of the agency falls on us. Um, which I know I keep contradicting myself. I feel like in this episode, but I promise that it all makes sense. So If If you map it all out on a wall with newspapers and red string and (laughs) knives, it makes sense. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I do. I have headshots of all the women that I've ever tried to date, and there's all lines (laughs) connecting them with a big question mark in the middle. There's Uh, not a wall big enough. There's. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Um, And so, but here's 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 my point, right? So, trust in God in abandoning your will to His. Um, means several different things, right? One of the things that it means is that you take on um, the virtue of simplicity, and you have to, and that's that's required for completely trusting in God is is being simple. And I think simplicity is something that is missing in relationships. Um, again, going back to the movie thing, going back to the expectation thing, and just kind of how we're expected to do things. You know, you see the the biggest posts on Instagram are the people that, you know fly six blimps to ask a girl out to homecoming their freshman year of high school. Um, There's no simplicity anymore. (laughs) And I think simplicity is so vital and so key to trusting because trust is very simple at the end of the day. And all of this is quite simple and we like to make it a lot more complicated than it actually is. You know, if you're, as far as relationship goes um, here's, here's what it is is you uh, boy meets girl Boy likes girl. Boy says to girl, hi, I'd like to get to know you better. Um, Girl either says yes or no. Uh, If girl says no, you move on. If girl says yes, you ask her on a date. If you ask her on more dates, if she says yes, then you girlfriend and then you go from there. If she says no, then you then you stop and you move on. 
it's really not that complicated at the end of the day. And we like to throw yeah, in, really but what about this? But what about that? But or your she, friend likes her too. But her she, friend likes you. Her she friend is, hates you. She is best friends with her dad on Snapchat. What does that mean? You know, um, <laughs> this is not a personal experience. I'm making things up, folks. Um, and so, do you know what I mean? And then the same thing goes for education, um, or like your job and a career and all of that. Think about what you want to do. Um, if you need to get a degree, go to college and get a degree. If you don't, then don't go to college. <laughs> Um, if you're in college and you're studying something that you don't want to do, uh, stop studying that thing and study something else. Um, if you want to get a job doing a certain thing, go get that job and then don't get a job that doesn't do that thing at the end of the day. Cause that simplicity reflects a trust in, you know, I, I am living the way that God wants me to live. And I trust that by me, you know, following my own will and you attempting, you know, throughout every day to unite that with his will that you're doing the right thing, that everything is okay. Does that make sense how that all kind of loops back? Yeah, pray and do as you will. Say or that love again? and do as you will. What love and do as you will. What does that mean? Say that more. That's an Augustine quote. It's it's love and do as you will. So it's like the assumption and the correct assumption that love and connection with God will unite your will with him and just do as you will. Like that's just, that's the next step. There's no like the quote like there's no like quote unquote looking at the coach's clipboard in prayer there's no like there's you shouldn't there's no expectation so what's of, this of, what's this wrist with plays that i've been looking at every single day when i pray does this do these x's and o's mean nothing have i just <laughs> have i just been wearing this for the aesthetic please help i think i think my prayer life is actually a football game am i not supposed to be bringing a whistle into the chapel with me? <laughs> i keep i keep putting on a striped shirt uh to where to, to where to my prayer session? I don't really know if that's a if that's a problem. Your campus minister, you 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 like you like it. This 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 note flies down from heaven, and God, it's, it just says marriage, and then, <laughs> and then and then your campus minister comes in with a referee shirt and a whistle, like 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 touchdown. It's two arms, like shirt up in the air, like you got it. Every time Did before it. I pray, I put on shoulder pads. Is that wrong? <laughs> One time I tackled a tap. No, I'm sorry, that's bad. <laughs> Do I need a jockstrap to pray? Okay, we're done. And we're done. <laughs> we I finished, I finished it. it with a tabernacle, the tabernacle joke. Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry, I talked over you. The tabernacle was better than my jockstrap joke. I think we found the title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will listen to our show if we title it, The Tabernacle is Better Than My Jockstrap. <laughs> Either nobody will listen or everybody is going to listen. Guess we're going to find out. We're either going to lose all of our <laughs> listeners or gain everyone. Yeah. Oh, boy. Does that, okay, oh, yeah. so, so love and do back as up. you yeah. will. Yeah. Love and do as you will. Because um, like, you're like, oh, like just, just simplicity. It's just, you know, if you want to do this, do it. It's like that's, that's good advice as long as you're connected with God. Because it's like if you're connected with God and – if you're constantly praying and constantly walking with God and constantly uniting yourself to his will, then you're going to want to do things and desire uh, things that are good. Yeah. So, and that's the spirit like moving, you know, yeah. when you yeah, start to pray more and you start to pray more and you start to think about things differently, that's the spirit. And that's God telling you, okay, I'm, you're thinking about this differently because you've been praying and because you understand by the nature of your relationship growing with God, the world looks different. And as such, you should desire different things. You know, yeah. think about who you were before you knew God and the things that you desired. You know, for me, 
when I, you know, when I kind of chose to turn away from God for a while earlier in college, what I wanted was to go and make out with girls and, you know, have a good time and party with my bros, you know, um, see the aforementioned fraternity at the beginning of this podcast. And now what I desire is to continue to grow in holiness, to make the places that I go better, you know, with ministry and everything and evangelize and do podcasts and those types of things. And the, 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 my free time is occupied differently and my desires and my goals are all oriented towards what God wants for me. And that all comes from a daily prayer and, and daily submission. Um, I'm not always good at it, but I can definitely say that there is a change and there's so if you, if things are changing for you and you're, you're not understanding why they're happening, that's, that's why it's the spirit happening in your body. Listen to him. I don't know. It's just my daily reminder that Jesus is real. That kind of reminded me of this thing that I read that always, um, always stuck out to me. Um, Mark Hart's bio on Life Teen blogs, uh, it's really good. So my childhood plan was to be a Jedi. My teenage plan was to be on Saturday Night Live. God's plan was to have me in ministry. God won, and I'm glad he did. That always stuck out to me when I first read it, like years and years ago. Wow. Because I, I, too, wanted to be on Saturday Night Live when I was a teenager. And it's like those desires, first of all, the childish and, fa- and fantastical one, you know, the one that's like, I want to have this fantastic power that, you know, all this stuff. And then the kind of the adolescent and worldly desire of like, oh, I want this fame. I want people to look up to me and respect me. I want money so I can buy drugs. Part one, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then that, then that adult faith of like, I want God's will for my life. That's, that's been, it's a very segmented when I was, when I was a kid, I wanted to uh, figure out what I want to do when I was a kid. Superhero makes sense. Yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a superhero. And then mm. when I was a teenager, I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be like in the theater. And then I realized that there was like, this was like, really impossibly hard to do. And I was like, nah, I'm going to change my mind. And then now I'm moving more towards like God's will for my life. And yeah, that's all about, that's, a, I think that's a trust thing too, is once you get closer and closer to the father, your own choices mirror his will for your life. Wow. Uh, I don't. I don't think I have anything else on this subject. I think I exhausted myself. I'm. I got winded doing this episode. It was, it was about trust, I think, but also it about was, other things. It was. But that's good, though. I think. Yeah, it was, I think we needed this talk. <laughs> both of us. We needed this discussion. Sometimes, folks, listen, listen up. Sometimes, Patrick, circle, circle in here. Sir, come on closer. Come on. Hey, come on in. Put your arm around mine. Come on. Come Fireside on. Fireside chat. Hey, come on in here. All right. So sometimes. You know, me and Pat, we're talking for you, right? We're out here, and we already know stuff because we've been through it. Sometimes we're in the middle of it. We're in the weeds. We're in the muck. We're in the trenches with you. And we just want you to know that we're, we're fighting for you, dog. And, and sometimes we, we need these conversations to build us up so we can help you more later down the road. Um, and, if, and if there are certain things that you need help with, you can call our line. It's 785-251-3989 for the monthly mailbag. <laughs> 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 our our favorite everybody's favorite segment the monthly mailbag. everybody's favorite segment that we've done 30 times and we're looking to do a 31st time next week not <laughs> i don't know next week or next couple of weeks i don't know um but this is this is really just a way uh to advertise that I really would love you to call in we haven't gotten any calls lately and i know that you know that it's there and i know that y'all got questions or you got topics that you want us to 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 riff on 
Um, somebody wants us to read Building a Bridge and talk about it. Um, 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 mm. They can send us a free copy and then we'll do it. Yeah, if you can, if somebody can contact um, Father Jimmy and or Harper Collins Publishing, which is the publishing company they did it. Through. Yeah, if you if you actually want us to read um, Building a Bridge, we'll make it happen. Maybe I don't know. And we I think, can have them on the show. That's fine. Maybe maybe Avera has a copy that she can send to us because yeah. I remember she said that she read it. Or no, Arlene is the one that said that she read it. Um, I'll get Arlene will send you half of the book and she'll send me the other half of the book and then we can we can combine um, and talk about what we learned. Yeah. But that that number is seventy five two five one three nine eight nine. It doesn't have to be anything controversial. It just has to be anything you want. I've <laughs> I've got one shout out to do. Let's make it happen. So I'm on I'm on a uh, ascent retreat right now. Um, so please pray for me. When you hear this, I'll be at the retreat talking to the middle schoolers. And so I want to shout out my ascent team because I left them to record this episode in a school. I'm recording in a classroom right now. I'm at a teacher's desk, some random teacher's desk. It's great. Oh, that's why you never actually explained that to me, and I had to wait for an entire podcast episode to learn why you were oh. sitting in a school. Oh yeah, Ethan was like, "Why are you in a classroom?" It's because our scent retreat is this weekend, and this is the place that we're staying in. We're sleeping in a school. Nice. That's really fun. It is. <laughs> um, I don't have any shout outs to anybody. Um, I guess just shout out to shout out to everybody in in the whole world that's listening to this. Uh, it's been a long week. Uh, I would really appreciate it if you shared this podcast with your friends. If you like what we talk about, um, tell the people. Uh, if you tweeted about us with hashtag the crunch, um, you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the crunch cast. If you went to patreon.com slash the crunch um, and contributed monetarily to the cause um, so that we can gain more knowledge and pass that knowledge on to you. Um, there is Twitter, tweet at Propostle or at Catholic Pat if you just want to bug us. We're always down. And call in the line. And that's that's it. I can't think. I can't. I cannot think of anything else. I think. I think that's done. I think that's it. Okay, I'm gonna go and finish Stranger Things tonight. Sweet. Do you know how sometimes on this podcast I talk about how sinful Netflix is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna ignore all of that and do what I want because it's all about me, folks. It's all about me. It's all about you, bro. I'm kidding. I'm gonna try and limit myself to maybe one or two more episodes. I'm gonna be smart about this good okay i'm proud of you hey thanks hey have fun on your retreat um i will have fun sleeping in a school it's gonna be great do it for the people i will all right i'll be praying for you man thank you i'll be praying for you as well and everybody out there please pray for us we'll be praying for you and we will see you on the twitters Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.